Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. Good Friday morning, an arrest in the biggest U.S. intelligence leak in a decade. What we're learning this morning about the suspect and the secrets exposed. It is April 14th. This is today. In custody, the 21-year-old Air National Guard member arrested by armed FBI agents at his mother's home set to face a federal judge today. This was a deliberate criminal act. This morning, the mounting questions. How did someone in a low-level position have access to such highly classified material? What the Pentagon is saying this morning. Breaking overnight, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signing a new law banning most abortions after six weeks. Protests on the floor of the Florida State House as dueling cases over the abortion pill come to a head in federal court. State of emergency. Parts of southern Florida still underwater this morning. Crews carrying out more rescues. A major airport there remaining closed in the wake of that thousand-year storm. And even more rain is on the way today. Unanswered questions. The suspect accused in the mysterious stabbing death of a tech CEO in court today as police reveal the men knew each other. There's still more to delve into in terms of what the depth of that relationship was. An inside look at the investigation and search for a possible motive. Those stories plus travel boom. Airlines predicting a record summer vacation season. Just ahead, tips and tricks to avoid the crowds and save money when you book. And spring fever, the heat wave rolls on, smashing decades old records from Chicago to Boston. Everybody's always in a good mood when the weather is nice. And Al says those good vibes and warm temps aren't over yet. Today, Friday, April 14th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Cuffey. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to today, Friday morning. It's a hot one already. Don't you like it? I love it. We left our jackets at home uh, in New York, by the way. It's 65 degrees and the temps are going up. 65 right now in Central Park. We got another day of record breaking heat on tap. However, it is not all good news when it comes to the weather. Yeah, sunshine in the Northeast, but look at Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Folks there are still coping with the impact of more than two feet of rain falling in a matter of hours. Roads, schools, even the airport, they're still closed and more rain is expected this afternoon. So Al's got his table set this morning, got lots to cover. But we do begin with the growing fallout and demands for answers after the arrest of that 21-year-old Air National Guard member, the suspected source behind one of the most significant U.S. intelligence leaks in decades. Here's a live look at the Boston Federal Courthouse where Jack Teixeira will make his first appearance later today. He was taken in yesterday without incident, accused of leaking hundreds of pages of classified military intelligence to a group of friends in an online chat room. NBC's Chief White House Correspondent, Kristen Walker, is on the story for us this morning. Hi, Kristen. Good morning. Hi, Savannah and Hoda. Good morning to both of you. In just hours, 21-year-old Jack Teixeira 
will appear in that federal court in Boston as lawmakers on both sides of the aisle are demanding to know how this could have happened and what's being done to make sure it never does again. This morning, the fallout intensifying after the dramatic arrest of 21-year-old Jack Teixeira at his home in Massachusetts. With guns drawn, heavily armed federal agents took the Air National Guardsmen into custody Thursday afternoon. The government has accused Teixeira of leaking hundreds of classified documents from the Pentagon. The Justice Department arrested Jack Douglas Teixeira in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. Teixeira, who was recently promoted to airman first class, worked in IT in the intelligence wing. The Washington Post was first to report he shared classified intelligence under the screen name of OG. It all unfolded on a gaming platform called Discord, popular with young male video gamers and gun enthusiasts. The Post describes the suspected leaker as searching for companionship amid the isolation of the pandemic and spoke with an anonymous member of the chat room. I don't think that there was a goal nor some sort of accomplishment that he was looking for in sharing these documents. Of course, there's some anti-government sentiment. President Biden weighed in from Ireland in the hours before the arrest. I'm not concerned about the leakages. I'm concerned that it happened. But there's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is of great consequence. It caps a frenzied week in which the leaked documents set off alarms across the globe. Among the most damning reported revelations, the war in Ukraine could last well into next year. And the Pentagon has doubts about Ukraine's strength heading into this next phase. Also among the chief concerns, the leak exposing how the U.S. gathers intelligence abroad and the potential damage that may cause. Now, outraged lawmakers are vowing to investigate. If this stuff is authentic, you know, could actually change the dynamics on the battlefield. How that that this type of information could be out and not be found is inexcusable. The administration is also scrambling to reassure key allies, including Poland. We pressed the prime minister. It is unfortunate, of course, but these things unfortunately happen. Can Poland trust the U.S. intelligence community? Yes. Now, Merrick Garland seemed to signal that Teixeira could be charged under the Espionage Act at minimum It could carry a sentence of 10 years in jail per document. If you do the math, that's the possibility of hundreds of years behind bars if he's convicted, Savannah. A lot of people are asking, this is a low-level airman. How does he have access to this highly classified information? That is the question, Savannah. Look, it's still early in the investigation, but here's what we know. While Teixeira's level of security clearance is unclear, he worked in IT, which gave him access to a computer network that stored top secret information and would have given him the ability to read and print that information. A Pentagon spokesperson says that the armed forces often entrust their members with great responsibility at an early age. But bottom line, Savannah, all that is now under review. All right, Kristen Walker with our lead story. Thank you, Kristen. Also breaking overnight, a new move tied to the nation's battle over abortion rights. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signing a law banning the procedure in his state in almost all cases after just six weeks. NBC's senior legal correspondent, Laura Jarrett, has more on this. Hey, Laura, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning to you. Florida had been one of the last places where someone could travel for an abortion in the South. Now it has one of the most restrictive bans in the country. Overnight, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signing a bill that would ban most abortions after six weeks. 
DeSantis quietly signing the law just after 11 p.m., posting only this photo on Twitter. A stark contrast to how he publicly celebrated a 15-week ban last spring. We are here today to defend those who can't defend themselves. Unless blocked in the court, the move will shut off access in a state that saw a 60% increase in women seeking abortion since Roe was overturned. Known as the Heartbeat Protection Act, it does make an exception for abortions up to 15 weeks in cases of rape, incest, or human trafficking. Have all members voted? Anger erupting in the Florida House during debate over the bill. Protests and chaos before the Republican-dominated legislature passed it. Democrats and critics slamming the law as extreme, with the White House saying it is out of step with the views of the vast majority of the people of Florida and of all the United States. All this is the issue of abortion is taking center stage in the 2024 campaign, with presidential hopefuls pressed on their positions. The 15-week threshold is something that I believe that is a place where you find a national limit that says no more. States can do less. And I think if we're looking at 15 weeks, what we need to understand is we are not okay with abortion up until the time of birth. Meanwhile, a high-stakes showdown will soon reach the Supreme Court over a widely used abortion pill. A federal appeals court has blocked a Texas ruling that invalidated the approval of Mifepristone but rolled back several moves from the FDA to make the drug easier to obtain. Attorney General Merrick Garland saying the Justice Department strongly disagrees with the Fifth Circuit's decision and will soon take the case to the nation's highest court. All right, Laura, let's go back to Florida. So this ban, how soon could that take effect? Well, we won't know. It won't be right away. Already the current ban in Florida, that's tied up in legal fights. And so that has to get resolved before this can go into effect. So everyone should understand this isn't happening today. It could take a while. All right. Thank you, Laura. Sure. Well, officials in Richmond, Indiana, say that massive fire burning for days at a plastics recycling plant has now been fully put out. But many questions remain about that inferno, the health and safety of the residents nearby. NBC's Jesse Kirsch is in Richmond for us this morning. Jesse, what's the latest? Savannah, good morning. The mayor announcing overnight here that the fire has been fully extinguished ahead of schedule. However, this morning we are actually further back from ground zero than we were yesterday because this morning members of our team approaching the site smelled, tasted, and saw what they believed to be debris from the fire. It just speaks to the fluidity of this situation. And officials have said even with the fire out, They expect that smoke, soot, and the smell of burning plastic could be circulating through this community for days to come. Once again this morning, schools in this community are closed, and the evacuation order within that half-mile radius of Ground Zero remains in effect. However, officials say that with the fire out, they can now focus on air and water testing, which will help them determine if and when that evacuation order can be lifted. We're also now getting a closer look at the site itself. You can see what we're told is roughly 14 acres acres was reduced to rubble. And officials have said that the building, the six buildings at this facility were covered in plastic floor to ceiling. Now there's finger pointing as to who was responsible for that mess. The city's mayor blaming a business that occupied the facility for years But it's unclear if that business was operating at this facility at the time of the fire. And records show that the city actually took ownership of part of this space last year 
And so there's this suggestion that possibly the city should have been responsible for the cleanup. This back and forth going on as we're waiting for more air testing results that could come out today. And those will hopefully give us a better idea of the health threats in this community. A lot of unanswered questions here. And again, that evacuation order is still in place, even with the fire fully extinguished, according to officials. Savannah. All right, Jesse Kirsch in Richmond, Indiana. Thank you, Jesse. A lot more to get to, including extreme weather and that flood emergency in South Florida. The city of Fort Lauderdale and its major airport brought to a standstill by an historic deluge. Nearly 26 inches of rain over the course of just seven hours, while other parts of the country are facing record heat. We've got it all covered. We're going to start with NBC's Sam Brock, who was in Fort Lauderdale for us. Hey, Sam. Hoda, good morning. Just to sort of give you a frame of reference for this, 20 to 25 inches of rain would be typical for a full day of a high-end hurricane. That is what we just saw in Fort Lauderdale, as you mentioned, in a matter of seven hours, right? The odds of that happening on a random day during the dry season are 0.1%. And yet now it is a state of emergency in Fort Lauderdale, both city, county, and statewide. As you look around me right now, this is a neighborhood about two and a half miles from FLL, the airport. Look at all the water down the street here. And we are a good 36 hours removed from the main event itself, Hoda. And there are still cars that see water one to two feet high. Now, certainly, the waters have receded considerably from where they were yesterday, but it is still a problem. We heard from the mayor of Fort Lauderdale who said there were somewhere in the neighborhood of 900 calls through Thursday morning of people seeking help. Largely, that's the elderly, young kids as well, Hoda. We spoke at WTBJ, our affiliate here in Miami, with someone who said he had taken kids out of a car window. The water had reached all the way to the higher levels of the door, pulled kids out of the window, put those children on his shoulder and back and walked through knee deep water just to get them out. That just gives you sort of a sense of, of the urgency of the situation. It is also fairly remarkable to report today that there's still no fatalities, despite how serious the situation is. Now, it's certainly affected everyday life. You mentioned the airport a second ago. Let's start with the fact that there are currently 600 people in emergency shelters at this point in time. Broward School District is the sixth largest in the country. That is closed again on Friday after county officials said there was somewhere in the neighborhood of $2 million worth of sustained damage. And then, yes, the airport is expected to open a few hours from now, sometime this morning. But that's still up in the air. They have to conduct daylight inspections. There was so much water and debris out there on the tarmac. That there were concerns from the airport director that some of that could have gotten into the engine systems, the brakes, perhaps even punctured tires. I just checked a second ago. There's 230 cancellations at FLL this morning. There were 600 plus yesterday, so it's more than 800 in two days. And there's still a flood warning, Hoda, as we look around here for the rest of the day as scattered uh, storms are expected this afternoon. So it's not over yet as this area is trying to breathe a sigh of relief, but there's yep. a ways to go. Boy, that, those, those images behind you are stunning, watching people trying to struggle through that water. All right, uh, Sam Brock for us. Sam, thank you. And the other big part of the weather story is this record-shattering heat wave. People across the country, well, they're liking it so far after a long winter, unseasonably high temps. For some, today could be the hottest yet. NBC News Now anchor Joe Fryer joins us from a sunny Central Park. Joe, good morning. Savannah, good morning. You know, we are not just talking about the 80s. The high temp yesterday here in Central Park actually hit 90 degrees, breaking a record that was set back in 1977, 46 years ago. And we are not done yet. We are bracing for even more temperatures well above average, not just here in New York, but across the Northeast and beyond. Instead of April showers, this is absolutely beautiful. New York's getting a sun bath 
which stretched for one more day. Super pumped that, it, that spring is here in New York. And yeah, soaking in all the sun I can get. It's a nice change from the, the winter we've had. Right now, when we mention the 80s, we're not talking about that totally tubular decade. We're talking about the temperature, which in New York yesterday was 29 degrees above average. It's great to be out here, be in the sun, be with my friends, you know, get to take the dog out. It's really nice. It's a good day. On days like this, the park's the perfect place for a stroll. Pickleball is exclusively an outdoor sport, and ice cream seems to have a magnetic appeal. This is what we're waiting for. The summer-like weather stretches from the upper Midwest to the Northeast. Temperatures crossed 80 degrees for the first time this year in most of Massachusetts. Everybody's always in a good mood when the weather is nice. The heat even sent some Bostonians to the New England shore early this year. Summer's here early. Definitely she enjoys it. On Thursday, records were broken in dozens of cities, including Baltimore and Minneapolis. Well, in Chicago, the high was 83, breaking a 135-year-old record. And in Hartford, 92 degrees, making spring break feel like summer vacation. It feels like June. We will be disappointed Monday when I go back to school. This April, instead of spring fever, millions are getting a summer stunner. We're ready for the summer now. Yep. The weather was so shocking yesterday. I was walking home through Central Park and I actually saw people taking refuge in the shade. No worries. We are eventually going to get back to normal territory. Just a reminder, Savannah and Hoda, the official start of summer by my count, still about 68 days away. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, apparently the weather did not get that memo. Yeah. Joe <laughs> Al is here. Thank you very much with more of this. I mean, can we get some spring before yeah. we go to yeah. summer? See, all, everybody's always complaining. <laughs> no, we like it. Yeah. I know you do. Uh, and just to get, take a quick check, what's going on down around Fort Lauderdale? There are scattered showers. It will, will continue today. But the good news is we, I think we're pretty well out of the woods of any more heavy showers. Rest of the country, highs today anywhere from 5 to 30 degrees above average, stretching from Dallas all the way to New England. 113 million of us will see temperatures that are 15 degrees above above average for today. Look at these possible temperatures from Sault Ste. Marie, South Bend, Syracuse, Manchester, Boston. We're looking today. Minneapolis, 82, 25 degrees above average. Syracuse, near 90. Lexington, 75. Probably see records today in, of course, 13 states from Green Bay, Jamestown, New York, Syracuse, Manchester. New York City may set another record today again. And then for tomorrow, look at these temperatures. Still above average, even though 68 in New York City, Baltimore will be 75. Detroit, 80. 80 degrees. We are going to see temperatures, though, come back down to normal by early next week. 59 in Boston on Tuesday, 46 Buffalo Tuesday, 51 in uh, Pittsburgh. And look at this weather whiplash. Friday, today, Minneapolis, you're going to be sunny and 82, snowy and windy on 39 on Sunday. That's right. Milwaukee, 82 today, 57 with rain and snow. And then St. Louis, you've got 81 today. Look for windy conditions and 50 degrees. That's (laughs) crazy. By the weather. (laughs) That's what we do. Yeah. (laughs) How warm is it? How warm is it? I actually, this is the first time I've ever broken out seersucker in April. Oh, well, yeah. that's warm, It's baby. seersucker season. Yeah, yeah, yeah baby, we started it now officially. Let's go. All right, Al, thanks. Uh, still ahead, we've got new details overnight on the suspect arrested in the fatal stabbing of a high-profile tech CEO in San Francisco. Miguel Almaguer is there for us. Hey, Miguel. Good morning. It took investigators nine days to follow the evidence and make an arrest, but do they have a motive this morning? We'll have details coming up. Miguel, thank you. Plus, it is shaping up to be a huge summer for travel. 
If you're prepared, though, you can avoid the crowds. You can get great deals. We're going to break it all down. Got tips for your ultimate vacation. But first, on a Friday morning, this is today on NBC. Mm-hmm. Now in Seersucker. That's right. <laughs> Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's a Friday morning. Beautiful crowd on the 14th day of April 2023. All right, here's a fun one here at 30 Rock. Guess what? The roller rink's back. Oh, yeah. We're going to have more on that in just a little bit. Um, It's so much fun when that thing's up and running. we got Tom in for Craig. I can kind of picture Tom zooming around on his I was just thinking about that. Were you a big roller skater? I was. And guess what is even funner than roller skating? Uh, What? Roller skating in a speedo. I knew it. (laughs) And don't think I wasn't thinking it. You know, I, you know You've done it to yourself. I forgot it, and Hoda brought it up this morning. Oh, She's like, I, I couldn't get it in my head. People are bringing it up to yes, us. Are they really? yeah. I have pictures. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, okay, right. no. Okay, anyways, uh, we'll transition to the news here. We're going to begin this half hour, and we'll turn now to uh, San Francisco, where the man accused in that fatal stabbing of tech executive Bob Lee is scheduled to be arraigned. Police say Lee and his suspected killer, who also works in the tech industry, actually knew each other. A potential motive, however, remains unclear this morning. NBC's national correspondent Miguel Almaguer is in San Francisco for us. Miguel, good morning. Guys, good morning. This is where police found Bob Lee after he called 911 fighting for his life. Investigators say now 10 days later, they have the man who stabbed the tech executive to death. Moments before Bob Lee was captured, staggering down a San Francisco street, mortally wounded, police say this man, Nima Momeni, stabbed the 43-year-old multiple times. The two tech executives, acquaintances. Chief, what can you tell me about the suspect and the victim's interaction to prior to the to the murder? Well, the evidence is that they knew each other, um, and there's still more to delve into in terms of what the depth of that relationship was. The 38-year-old suspect, expected in court later today, was arrested during a Thursday morning raid at his Bay Area live-work loft. A self-described entrepreneur, Momeni launched a tech company, Expand IT, in 2010. Was there some type of altercation that they went into before the stabbing occurred? 
Not exactly. Uh, I can't. I can't disclose. The DailyMail.com obtained this surveillance video of Lee, who appeared to try and wave down help at 2:35 a.m. Tuesday, April 4th. There's a male screaming help, saying someone stabbed me. Advise he's bleeding out. Police would not say if Lee identified his attacker when he called 911 or if the murder weapon was recovered. How long have you been looking at this suspect and tracking him? I, know, I don't have a specific timeline, but I just know that our folks were following evidence and eventually led to our uh, suspect. A tech titan who created the mobile payment service Cash App, Lee was a father of two who had recently moved from the city to Miami. His family saying Bob loved being in San Francisco and San Francisco loved Bob. After his murder, the city vilified by many, including Elon Musk, for being soft on crime and a haven for lawlessness. Reckless and irresponsible statements like those contained in Mr. Musk's tweet that assumed incorrect circumstances about Mr. Lee's death served to mislead the world in their perceptions of San Francisco. As San Francisco leaders fired back, they insist the tragedy that unfolded could have happened anywhere. And now, in a case that shook the city to its core, an arrest has been made. How confident are you in the strength of the evidence that you do have, that you have the right guy and that you can make a conviction? I'm absolutely confident. Absolutely confident. Confident, but there's still so many questions. The public obviously can't know every detail of an ongoing investigation. But do you expect to see and hear more evidence in the coming days, Miguel? We do, Savannah. Later today in court documents, prosecutors should lay out more evidence. They should point out some of the information they have. And some of that information could even point to a potential motive. Savannah. All right, Miguel Almaguer in San Francisco. Thank you. All right, still ahead, 10 years after the Boston Marathon bombings, we'll check in with a survivor who's become a source of inspiration and hope for millions. Her remarkable story and what she's doing in her own words. But first, we're getting ready for a record summer travel season with our dream team. We've got Tom Costello and Vicki Wynn. So will the airlines be ready? Can you save some money on your trips? We'll have the answers coming up right after this. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. The most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental? Easy. It's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the underside of a stranger's condo. Yeah, you simply twist knobs, click gears, jiggle it, and then rip it off its moorings, and voila! Your prize is a key to a questionable home rental and maybe tetanus. When you just want to get your vacation started by actually getting into your room, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we deliver your key right to your phone on the Hilton Honors app. Hilton for the stay. We're back, 739 in death today. Feels like summer across a lot of the country. The warm weather has so many people thinking, well, summer, if the weather's like that, yeah, what about summer right. vacation? Yeah, let's oh get going. Gosh, let's let's start. Uh, it's a good thing because the experts are expecting another boom in travel and say right now, though, is the time to prepare. Okay, so we've got everything you need to know with a little help from our travel guides. We've got Tom Costello and Vicky. And Tom, we're going to start with you. So how does the season look so far? 
So you may remember last summer was really a bad summer, right? We had a quarter of all flights delayed about an hour or so. And then we had the meltdown over Christmas with Southwest Airlines. The airlines say that they are now better positioned. But I'll just warn you, by one study, global tourism is going to be up 30 percent this summer. 30. Delta says it's already got record bookings for the summer. Here's where we stand right now. TSA already screening more than 2 million passengers every single day. And some days it's actually exceeding where we were in 2019. Hopper.com on airfares. This is important. Airfares up 18% this summer over 2019. So an average ticket in the United States is going to be averaging about 328 bucks. if you're going to Mexico, and if you're going to Europe, about $1,100. Okay, top destinations in the the U.S., New York City, of course. Then we've got Vegas, Orlando, and Washington, D.C. By the way, this is a great city. Lots of free stuff to do if you want to bring the kids. Overseas, London, Paris, Tokyo, and Roma are the big international destinations. And by the way, we're talking about those airfares up 8%. Food is up 9% over a year ago. Lodging is up about 8% in the U.S. So all of that is going to add to the total expense if you're going to be going anywhere this summer. Tom, I, I like how you say Paris. Yeah. I didn't know you spoke <laughs> Franglais. But, um, we've been talking about staffing shortages. You've covered this a lot. Could that impact the flight schedules? Will there be fewer flights going? So, yeah, you may. The big problem last summer was that they didn't have enough staff, not enough in the in the airplane, not enough on the ground. The airlines have all staffed up. They've signed new agreements with their pilot unions. They've got more pilots. So they say that that's going to increase and improve the efficiency overall. But if you're going into New York City, you guys be aware they've got a problem with a shortage of air traffic controllers in New York. And so they've asked airlines to trim their schedules into and out of New York. So that means it may be a little bit more difficult to get in and out. Not as many seats. That means airfares are going to be even higher. So watch that. Also, big staffing problems overseas in Europe, especially at airports and in the airlines. Mm-hmm. All right, Tom, thank you. Mm-hmm. Let us turn to Vicky now for avoiding the summer crash. We've got some tips on how to save on your trips. So mm-hmm. what are the best ways to save on booking? Because we mm-hmm. saw those prices are high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no franglais here, but I will say <laughs> the key is to stay flexible, whether it's your dates or your destinations. A lot of millennial and Gen Z travelers are really leaning into last minute bookings, which is great. You can use um, apps like Google Flights or Hopper to track those destinations. And if their fares go down before you book your round trip, check and see if whether uh, a one way each way is cheaper, because sometimes oh. it is. Oh, really? Yes, it can okay. be. So mm-hmm. look on different airlines. Kiwi.com is a great website for international travel. I mean, Tom was just saying it's like 1100 bucks for a round trip to Europe. So check Kiwi.com. And then when it comes to actually avoiding flight delays and cancellations, you always want to try to book that first flight of the day. It can be painful to wake up early, but you're less likely to be delayed. Avoid checking a bag if mm. at all pa- possible. And then also, if you do have a problem, get in line right away, but then get on the phone. Call the airline's international number. You may get through to someone sooner that way. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any tips for families? If mm-hmm. you're traveling with the kids, maybe grandma wants to tag along. What, mm-hmm. what are some tips for us? Staying closer to home is going to be cheaper if you can drive to your destination rather than flying. National parks, it's going to be another huge year. More than 300 million people expected to visit our national parks. And Google Maps has just launched an awesome slate of new features to help you 
you with figuring out which uh, are the best entrances and exits, downloading maps for those remote areas when you want to get away, but you don't want to be like lost in the wilderness totally. <laughs> um, and also trails. They're actually going to show you the popular trails in their entirety instead of just dropping a pin there for you. The other thing is a home swap. So Travel and Leisure oh. says, check out homeexchange.com and homelink.com. Maybe you live in Orlando. I live in New York. We want to swap, swap. homes. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and that's a lot more affordable. Go somewhere where there's a kitchen. I know it doesn't sound like a vacation, but you think about the average family of four travels. They spend $132 per day on food before drinks, before snacks. If you buy some groceries and you have a place to cook them, that number goes down to $24 a day. Brilliant. And then the last site is AccessibleGo.com. Lots of options there for family savings. These are all such good ones. Put them on the website, right, Vic? Yeah, we should. Remember all those things? Okay, cool. How do you keep that all in your head? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) How do we do Do you want to come on vacation with us? Okay, great. Yes. With you? For sure. Thank you. Uh, lots of fringlays on that vacation. Uh-huh. Okay, what do we got, Al? Okay, what do we got? Let's see what we've got. Well, we are going to be looking at some severe weather over the next several days, midsection of the country. In fact, you'll see for today, we've got a risk of some severe weather uh, from Concordia, Wichita, Kansas, where Omaha, Nebraska. We're watching that carefully. Baseball-sized hail is possible. Now, we move into tomorrow from St. Louis, Little Rock, down to Alexandria, damaging hail for 13 million people, tornadoes possible. Tennis ball size hail from Springfield down to Shreveport. And then we move into Sunday, and this moves to the east. If you're going to be traveling, uh, transiting through Atlanta, Macon, Georgia, Tallahassee, we could be looking at some dangerous weather, wind gusts of up to 60 miles per hour. But the good news is the tornado threat is low. That is your latest weather, guys. All right, coming up on Popstar, big news about a former cast member's return to SNL and the rumors of musical reunion to end all reunions. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. wow. All right, then we're going to catch up with one of our favorites. Carrie Russell will be here. She's got her new show. It looks so good. And she just marked a big milestone for the Americans. So we'll catch up. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where one travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel.